Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. Luton head to Stamford Bridge in the FA Cup fourth round and do not disgrace themselves live on BBC One. Go down 3-1. It's a proud performance. Today we discuss everything about that and we also take a look at Ryan Tunnicliffe back into the starting 11 for the trip to Chelsea. Also made an appearance against Brentford through the week. Is his career at Luton? Is that how we see it? Do we see him leaving this window? That's what we're going to discuss. And we also answer your Instagram questions and plenty more. And I've got Dave with me today and also Bataro over Zoom, as always. Evening to you both. Evening. Evening. Hello. Hello, Bataro. You're looking well. Oh, cheers. I don't feel too good. No? Well, you're looking well. Oh, well, cheers, Dave. Flattery. Love it. <laughs> Enjoy the football at the weekend. Oh, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think every single Luton fan enjoyed that, didn't they? Just nice and different for once, isn't it? A bit of build-up, a bit of publicity. Uh, BBC One, it's not bad, is it? Yeah, the only thing wrong the only thing wrong was the co-commentator, let's be fair. But apart from that, it was, oh. all, right. It was all right. She was shocking. Absolutely shocking. But there you go, that's it. We'd rather have been there, right? Yeah. Well, I do every week, but yeah. Are you walking around or something? Me? No, no, no. Just uh, moving about. I'm holding the iPad because the case broke. I don't know if I ever told you that. <laughs> yeah. Also, just going back to the commentary, I think Karen Carney made some silly comments, didn't she? But yeah. to be fair to her, I thought through the game, she sounded like she'd done a bit more research than the main commentator. And you, and in the three-word reviews here, like Alex said, commentator Lua Lua. Yeah, 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 Lua Lua, and also um, on the BBC reporting website when they do, you know, they do the up-to-date um, stats and commentary as they go. Um, they would they would refer to Luton players as Luton players. They wouldn't use their names two or three times. So, you know, who cares? Who cares at the end? But sure. I, you know, it was a shocking commentary team. That's all I'm saying. Well, three word reviews from the Chelsea defeat on Sunday. Karen says, proud, proud, proud. Faithful Hatter says a decent performance. Richard said, made them work. Steve says, multiple shambles. George says, Sluga penalty save. Jordan Werner can't score. Uh, Megan says, Pelly's best game. Mark and many others said, Cornick must score. Um, which, yeah. yeah, I guess we're going to get into that in a bit. Um, but well, you got to be proud of that performance. Come on, just think about where we were two seasons ago, three seasons ago. Just think where we were and what, and we competed for a bit in that game. We weren't disgraced. So yeah, you've got to be proud of the team for definite, hundred percent. Can I just say it about the Pelly as well? Pelly's best game. I agree with that. Was it Megan that said that? Megan, yeah. Mate, I, I text was, I, was it you yesterday? I messaged in the group chat and I said that. Um, well, I don't think I've ever seen him pull out a quality that he did yesterday. I don't think I've ever seen that before in my life. Because I'll be honest, I've, I've been very disappointed with him recently. I say recent, last few months, I'm not going to lie. But, um, wow. Incredible stuff. Impressed with him. So, yeah, massively, mate. Honestly, 
I just looked at him and I thought, Jesus Christ, why can't you do that every week? Do you think but, it's you know, because of the we'll be, opposition we'll he's coming up against and the players he's coming up against? Does that bring the best out of him, maybe? Yeah, maybe. And maybe he's got, he's got points to prove as well, hasn't he? So um, I'm sure Pelly himself, being the character that he is, would love to prove something like that. So look, that game that I had against Chelsea in the FA Cup, live on the TV, do you know what I mean? But nah, fair play to him. He had a great game. I think I think we all, I think we always raise our game against the better opposition. When you look back at some of our fantastic matches in the past and in the recent past too, when when a team's flying and you're all, all they're expected to beat us, we we up our tempo, we play better. Um, yeah. The likes of when we play, you know, Wickham, we get dragged down to their level sometimes, and it, you know that's how I feel. So um, yeah, I think I think <laughs> we did well yesterday. I think Ampelli. Benefit from that, yeah. He had a good game. Well, going into the Brilliant. to the game, we made four changes from Brentford. I would normally tell you what they are because producer Jacob would normally put in our notes what them changes were. So I'm going to have to remember off the top of my head the changes. Um, but right. Collins went out of the squad, didn't he? Clark came in. And Potts went out. You know what, producer Jacob, that's your job to tell me. <laughs> tell me the changes. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't look <laughs> at me when you say these things. Um, but we made four changes from that Brentford squad. Um it was good that Lockie had his red card rescinded, rightfully so as well, um, and and was in that back back four, back five, whatever it was to start off with. It did look like we started with a back five, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, I can tell you, to be honest. I think I was just more in like that mind of sort of like, oh my god, it's got Chelsea in the FA Cup. I'm not here. I think for the first ten minutes, I had to come to terms with that we weren't there. I'll be honest. Yeah, it, it, was, it looked a lot easier for Chelsea in that first 10, 12 minutes, 15 minutes of the game. Um, I, I Obviously, uh, Nathan's already said he set the team up wrong to start with. So, you know, he can take some of that blame. But uh, we just didn't get a foot in at all, did we? Didn't, you know, do you know, like, if we'd have been there, you'd have been really urging them to get hold of that ball and just hold it for a couple of minutes, wouldn't you? That's all you're asking for. And we didn't get anywhere near them in that first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, and I think you got to look at the quality of the opposition you're playing against, and you like they're out there playing for their manager. Obviously, Lampard's lost his job today, but like at the time, they're out there. They're playing for they're playing for Lampard. They're playing. They're, they've got world class players, and no, we've seen this from Nathan Jones. He said that in his, his post match the amount of money their their players are worth. But it did take a while, didn't it, for us just to kind of like settle down and maybe Patai just realise, like you've said, that well, they're playing at Stamford Bridge and playing Chelsea and these world-class players and just get up to that speed of the game. I don't like, I don't right. like keep using the excuse, you know, that we're, we're a league one club, but happen to luck into the championship because that's a lot of people think on teams like Luton, little Luton. But you know what? Once we got hold of ourselves in the game, we, we performed well. And it's, it's something for me as an older supporter that I've been used to seeing in the past. And I want to see more of. Yeah, competing with the best. Yeah, or absolutely. Or giving them a run. Giving them the run, you know. Did, did anybody realistically expect to beat Chelsea? I think the answer is no. You was hoping we might luck out, you know. Uh-huh. You know. And I was, you know, if we'd have got back to two all, who knows what might have happened. Well, I called producer Jacob on the way to work on, on Sunday, I think, before the game. And I was saying to him, if we're going to get any result today, I was like, we need Chelsea to be on there. Like, they need to have a massive off day. We need to be on it like in every single department and have a bit of luck still and don't concede early and don't concede early mm. I guess you could say yeah but yeah um, sure well should, that should be really but hey ho well we nearly did concede early Abraham was played through on goal by Ziek in what like the fifth minute I think Sluga came out really quickly a uh, nice little block and you're thinking yeah Sluga he's going to have a 
can have an alright game, solid start, and then um, it's 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 his. Well, I guess you could say like mini mistake that does lead to their first goal. Um, uh, whose mistake is it? Though? Is it not the uh, official's mistake? Or yeah, yeah. Well, we've um, we've got a few group chats, haven't we, Batara? And you, you get the people who have only decided to turn up to watch Luton because they're on the BBC, and of course they all jump on that band like, oh, I've never seen Sluga do anything good. And then I get another mate text me saying, Sluga's just really bad, isn't he? And I'm just like, mate, that's, if, if anything, if you can call that mistake from Sluga with that goal kick, that's the first thing he's done this season. That's maybe yeah, but, questionable. Uh, let's face it, it's, a, it's not even a real mistake, is it? It's not like he's given a goal away. No. He's uh, playing near the halfway line. You can still defend that. So anyone yeah. that goes on and says, oh, Sluga's made a mistake, he's done this, he's done that, he's crap, then they're idiots, in my opinion. Yeah, I sort of agree. Kick. Yeah, I mean, but so, then the build up to the goal, and it, sorry, Dave, but the build up to the goal then after that is, you know what I mean? It's well, I can't explain it. I don't know if you can. Um, well, first off, I would say about the goal kick. Sometimes they go out, you know, in normal circumstances. He's not done that this season, has no, he? No, but in normal circumstances with the crowd there. The ball goes into the crowd or it, go, or it comes back. They don't have a multi-ball. And in fact, it wasn't a multi-ball, was it? They were there just in case the ball got kicked into the stands, right? So they weren't officially playing a multi-ball game as far as as far as far um, the referee was telling Nathan Jones or, or the fourth official was telling Nathan Jones. So in them circumstances, when the goalkeeper kicks it out, it's not an issue, is it? Because you get time to regroup. The issue was they took the, they took the throw in from the wrong place. They took it from a quick ball that was just there, there was an extra ball on the pitch, which you would expect them to stop the game for in normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, out of interest, I thought I'd look up some of the rules, and I, I can't tell the rule numbers, but it's happened in, in um, other countries, and they've allowed the goal because the ball wasn't interfering with anything. However, you have to say that a couple of our players were looking at the, where the ball was, they were pointing out that the ball would have been on the pitch, they weren't paying attention to the quick throw, and that's what causes the, the aggro. So I think we were extremely unlucky um, for it not to have been ruled out. And and also, if VAR was in control, why haven't they done it? Well, this is another thing as well, VAR. Where's the VAR? Check the goal at least, or did they check it? I don't know, but I've never heard anything about it. I think the, the commentator said the VAR did check it and saw nothing wrong with it. Okay, fair enough. Which just sums up VAR, really, doesn't it? You have to ask the question. and um, I mean, we're all firmly against VAR, really, to be fair. And here we are sitting calling for it. But you have to ask the question, how far back do you go to see if a goal is valid on a a situation like that? Are you just looking at that bit where, oh, he's not offside? Did he throw it in properly? Did he foul throw it? Someone suggested on, on one of the social medias I read that maybe he had his foot up, so it was a foul throw. Um... Did they check that? I don't know. How far back do they... Are they just checking that he wasn't... Said no one offside or whatever like that? So it was annoying. And it was annoying because it was so early. And then you suddenly thought, back to the wall, we're in big trouble now. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I would like to see the goal again. I've I've only watched it a couple of times, but it'd be interesting to see who was meant to be marking Tammy Abraham when he... Because when that ball gets pulled back... Was it Werner who pulls that ball back? I remember. You're giving Tammy Abraham that much space on the edge of the box, mm-hmm. but they took they took it's gonna th- go they in. took three players out of our team just by taking the ball from where it was in yeah. the wrong place. You know, I don't. You know, you'd be pedantic about it. You, you know that attackers or defenders they walk up the line when they take a throw, and you know that happens. 
Right. Do you know what? I'm surprised they were even allowed to pick that ball up because being in stadiums and hearing everything the referees are saying to players, a lot of the time they are saying use the same ball throughout. Only use a ball if it goes into the stand and you can't, exactly. you can't so get it. Exactly what we just said. So, so, it so is the referee is responsible for enforcing that law and the fourth official and the linesman should have said the same. They should have called it back. They should have called it they back. Up. Right. But would that make a difference to the result? Who knows? But they should have called it back. Well, six minutes later, it was 2-0. And at this stage, it was going to be, in your head, you think it's going to be a long day and a looping ball in from Reese James. Um, mm. Abraham, again, you're going to give him that much space and basically an open net. He's going to, he's going to, going to head it yeah. in. And oh. we got to look at Sluger again. And I feel like this was a bit of what we saw last season. And, and you know, it reminds me of like that Cardiff goal where Vassell scored, I think, in, in that second game of the season where he's kind of come and then gone, actually, no, I'm going to, I'm not. And then he's just stuck. And he's, yeah, and, yeah, and like cool. I said, that's basically an open net for, for Abraham and he's not missing. Yeah. And the thing is as well, like I always say to you boys, what I say to everyone, if you've got to do anything, do it a hundred percent. It doesn't matter if you fuck it up, just do it a hundred percent. There's no 50, 50, you either go for it or you don't. And unfortunately he was caught in that. It was zone, we that 50, 50 zone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just go, that. If you go and punch the ball or, well, look, he'll never know he caught the ball. Cause it was going to go, well, it wouldn't have been a goal, would it? But, if you go and punch his head or whatever and take him out and give away a penalty, fair enough. I think if he doesn't come, I think if he doesn't come for that, it doesn't go in. I think he saves it. If he stays, like, yeah. he stays he saves it. So it's indecision yeah. really, like you said, is indecision. Um and do you know what? over this season, in particular this season, since when Sluger's been in goal, I've been really pleased with him. I, I you know, I you think, oh actually he's having solid games. Um yeah, that was a big mistake. I, I, I would say that was more of a mistake than the first the first thing that people are moaning to him about. Yeah, don't get it wrong. I wouldn't hold it against him, though. No. I don't no. think it was that... Don't get it wrong. Obviously, it's a mistake. It is a mistake in... Well, but I, I'll be honest. I was pretty fuming about that goal when it went in. I thought to myself, it was just a mixture of everything. I mean, the defending, the people were ball watching. That's what annoyed me more than anything. Yeah. It wasn't the goalkeeping. Do you, think, do you think we were just too much, in, we're too much in awe of them at some points, I thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean, I think it was Naismith at one point. Was it Naismith for that goal? He, yeah, he um, could have got out and blocked the cross quicker, he, couldn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was jogging around the bloody edge of the area, not blocking or not closing down, not doing anything. He thought, mate, come on, you're playing against Chelsea for fuck's sake. Not like, with all due respect, not like a, you know, a League Two side. Yeah. What you would Chelsea. say about them two goals is when you're playing Chelsea, they're the two goals... To concede to, to to concede two goals like that against Chelsea is just disappointing. Like if you're going to concede a goal against Chelsea, you want it to be like their third, which is just like a quality counter attack because of their players. Yeah. Not gift them the goals, which I feel like we did both occasions. Um, but we managed to get ourselves back in it, and it was a nice goal from Jordan Clark. We're massively helped out by their goalkeeper Kepper. Um, but it was nice though, weren't it? Just to have something to cheer about, to give us a bit of hope for that second half, to give the neutral something to look at and go, actually, we could have a game here. Um, and it was a nice move from everyone. Pelly, nice ball out wide to Bree. Bree showed signs of this against Brentford last Wednesday with them, them balls from the right-hand side. And this time, Clark finishes the chance and we're yeah. back in the game. I thought, he struck, I, I thought he struck it okay. I mean, it, you know, I think the commentator, again, that was a very, um, well, he was not very complimentary about it, was he? He said, you know... Um, it was it was a good strike, but it wasn't much powerful enough to go in. So well, it, was it wasn't good, really, was it? Well, it, but okay, but the keeper was unsighted. He went, he went, almost, just a little. You know, he's unsighted with that pass. Yeah, maybe he should have saved it. But how many times in the past have we said that about our own goalkeeper? Yeah, but our own goalkeeper's not worth seventy-one million. Doesn't matter. 
Doesn't matter. He did. Yeah, he made a mistake. Nice. Good. Good. Uh, Who cares? That's just a, at the same time, I thought it was a good move. Like you said, he's got spread out wide, little sort of, you know, ball back across the clock. And he's hit, like you said, he's hit it well. He has. For me, um, it's, it's, it's... How many times you see that, though? You see that every single weekend in, in at least one or two games over the English Football League. You know what I mean? You see it all the time. Even the Premier League, you see it. The movement towards that goal deserved a goal. And we got a goal. And we deserved it. We deserved that goal. And what have you made yeah. of Bree in the last couple of games? Because I thought against Brentford, a lot of our attacks did come from that right-hand side. Yeah. And he, I remember he played that ball to Cornick, which he missed. And then this weekend mm. again against Chelsea, I thought he was great I was again. Just about, uh, I was just about to say about James Berry, massively impressed as he's come back into the team. Mate, was it since, I don't know his first game back, was it the Reading game? Wherever it was. But yeah. since then, he's been incredible. I think he's been, well, the top three of our best players, probably, on a consistency basis. But yeah. He just offers you something, uh, well, I say something, a lot different than like the likes of Pearson and Craney could at right back, doesn't he? Yeah. He's more, what's probably the word, mobile maybe. A little bit quicker. But, look, maybe, too, well, technically better as well. Well, maybe not a Craney, I don't get wrong. Craney is technically very good. But I like you're saying, he's a bit younger as well, isn't he? But no, he, like I said, mate, he's been consistent and that's what you want. You don't, if you're getting a solid 7, 8 out of 10, Every week, then I'm happy with that. I'm sure you're all happy with that. You don't want him to go on, you know, well beaten runs and beat six, seven, eight players. You don't expect that from him. You expect some consistency. He just looks a different player this season, though, doesn't he, than than what he did under Graham Jones last season? More comfortable, yeah. Yeah. Massively. Um, I I was saying at the weekend how much better it would be if we had just that tiny bit more pace. That's all. Just that tiny, how much better would we be if we had that tiny bit more pace? That's about all I would say. Uh, into the second half then, um, one change, pots in for Ray. Didn't think Ray had the, had his best game against Chelsea. I, th- I thought he was caught a couple of times, but we're playing Chelsea, so I'll let him yeah. off. <laughs> um, and we did grow into the second half a bit, didn't we? The, Chelsea, obviously, we they, we played some good football. Chelsea came out as well, looking good. Um, and we had we hung in there and had that, that big chance from Harry Cornick. And... It's a lovely move as well. Pots into Pelly. Nice little first-time ball from Pell into Cornick. And he's... Um, Cornick must score. He's, he's Cornick. It's just Cornick, mm. isn't it? My question there would be, would, would the likes of Collins have scored that goal? Who knows? But he should have scored it. How many times has he been told he needs to put it across the goal as well? Or at least low? Yeah, yeah. hit it, it low. Like, yeah, it was, exactly that. Drew it, it, low. it was coming. Well, he did make it keep work, but you know what I mean? Like, just make it difficult for him. Yeah. But I, know, I know people might say it's a good save for keeper, but it's an easy save. I'll be honest, I think I could have saved that. I think you could have saved that. Uh, I don't think I could have because of my age. But <laughs> well. I would have said if you play it across the goal, um, having seen how f- the, the goalkeeper fumbled in the first half, you know, you'd think there was a chance there. Two all, game on, huh? It just comes to a stage where I, th- I feel like we do talk about stuff like this with Harry Cornick a lot. And I... I don't want to like bore people by keep going on about mm. it, but it, it just gets to that stage now where it's like, I don't know what else you can say. It's just like Cornick gets that chance and yeah, it's, it's just the same outcome all the time at the moment. I do get it, but at the same time, like I always say to you boys, right? I say it to anyone, I'd rather have him in, him in the team rather than against us. I'll be honest, because he frightened, I'll tell you what, if I was a professional footballer playing against him, he frightened me. His pace, everything about him is direct. He frightens me. All right, sometimes predictable as he can be and he can't finish, but 
I still, I still really, really like him. And I'll I tell you what, people might say, oh, yeah, I wouldn't want Cornick for next season. I've had a few people say it. I don't know about that. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Does zero goals and three assists frighten you? Mate, his pace frightens me. He's, he's, mate, look how far he gets up the pitch sometimes, just by running. All right, sometimes, even if he doesn't like get the final product or whatever, he still flies up that wing, gets, say, I don't know, 40 yards up the pitch. I'm sure that plays a massive contribution to what we do as well. Yeah, of course. Is it not? Yeah, of course. And, and also... Carries the ball well. Yeah, when he does that, then he's occupying more than one defender, yes. which which makes gaps for others. Um, and you could you could say that about other players on the team, you know. Collins hasn't mm-hmm. scored for a while. You know, that sort of thing. But it's a team game, isn't it? And if, if one's occupied by looking after Harry Cornick, then it opens up players elsewhere on yep. the pitch. That's how I would look at it. So maybe he's got more than three actual assists in a different way. A lot of you know that. Lot of, sorry, no, sorry Greg, before we move on a second, can I quickly say as well about obviously the reference to Collins as well? Sometimes with James Collins as well, if people go on about Cornick, they need to look at Collins as well then, if that's the case, because he, he does you know some things you think, oh, he relies on you know goal scoring this and that he actually doesn't score that many if you look at it no I think Collins should have had a lot more goals this season he's missed he's missed quite a few big chances this season Colo um, love him though do you know what I mean one I that springs to mind is that that Birmingham home game where he's missed that chance that uh, missed that chance against QPR start of the second half yeah Colo's missed some big ones as well which is I, why I we need his- a striker mate which is why everyone's saying we need a striker but what are you going to do? Hard to come by. Hard to come by, don't they? Like we were discussing last week, mate, you're paying a million pounds for like a striker from League Two. Yeah, true. He's had a lot, what, half a good season. We did Crazy, have a lot mate. of um, questions today on our question page about Harry Cornick, but I think we've just pretty much answered them. Ronnie said, should Cornick be starting? I believe so. For me, yeah. There'll come a time where he doesn't, and then you can, you can uh, take your opinion from that, I would say. <laughs> You know, how much better do we play with or without him? That's how I would, that's how I'd answer that question. So there will be a time where he gets rested and he doesn't start and they'll all be screaming for him to come on. Yeah. Uh, well, let's look at Chelsea's third goal then. This is the type of goal that I didn't mind conceding against Chelsea. If we were going to concede any goal, it'll be fast-flowing, attacking football, one-touch passes and just you just look at it and go, fair play, fair play. We can't stop that. And it's Abraham on his hat-trick. Um Fair play. That's all I can say. What do you reckon? I was gutted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was kind of yeah, gutted. Like, I was yeah. gutted. Well, because, you know, um, I, 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 I look at it with rose-tinted specs all the time and, and I don't apologise for that because I support Luton Town. And when, I, when I'm watching that game, I don't want to concede that sort of goal because as classed as they are and as expensive as that team was, it looked really easy, didn't it? I'm thinking, why didn't we defend that? But I know when I look back on it, I realise that you know, we we're up against it. I realise what a yeah. fantastic move it was. But at the time, no. Really? Yeah, that's how I felt about it. I thought that was just so easy. It was unreal. That's how I looked at it. Yeah. So, like, it, was, it was a little bit easier. To, but don't get wrong, it was a good goal. But it was, like you say, Dave, I do agree with you there, Dave. It was slightly easy. But at the same time, I do think that, you know... It goes down to sometimes chasing the hell out of the teams. You know I mean, for large periods of that game, we were chasing, and we were chasing around the park. You know, what I mean, you couldn't get close to them; they were pulling us apart at certain times. Not so obviously like we didn't disgrace ourselves, but at times you could see it. Yeah. In certain periods, we were running, running, running. I think and you, could, you know, 
No, I keep it up against a Premier League team. When they keep you running, you do get tired yeah, and you will concede a goal back. You can see the 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 the, the 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 void between us and them at times. Mm. I agree with that. I can't disagree with Luke. The goal was a good move. It was fast. It was pacey. The passing was good. I just thought, you know, I wanted us to defend it better. Yeah, but I want us to defend the first goal and the second goal. Yeah, I agree like, with that too. But the, that's because... They're, they're, the first and second are 10 times easier to defend better than that third. 100%. You're playing against yeah, them players that Callum Hudson-Odoi comes on. Yeah, I, He's like the next best thing in England on the wing. I get that. And I just think, awesome. if you're going to concede a goal to Chelsea... I'm fine. Conceded like that. The reason, just not like the first the and reason, second. I think the reason I got a bit upset about it at the time... Because it's the one that kills the game. It is the one that kills the game, right? I get that. And, and then I look back at it and think, well, that, that was just maybe on the, in the fashion of a day and the beers that I've been drinking. Um, it was... It was <laughs> well, that, that's fine. It, yeah, well, you know, it was, a, it was only lunchtime, wasn't it? But how more annoyed would you have been if Potts would have tried a back pass and it was like short and then Werner got in and took it around? Then you'd be like, that's a terrible goal to concede. That's what I'm saying. At least it was like... Look, we couldn't have done a lot. But. Did it not stem from a counter attack as well, that goal? Yeah. Yeah. We had a ball in the half and we lost it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Talking of parts, actually, didn't he? he lost it at one point, didn't he, as well? He tried you know, a great opportunity to cross the ball and he sort of just passed it. Uh, look, so lame the, to they, 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 mo- they moved the ball well. They scored a good goal. I wasn't happy that it went in. Uh, we also had a chance to save a penalty when. Um, Clark took down Werner. I just thought this was brilliant because everyone wanted him to score, get his confidence back for the Premier League. And up pops Lou got a brilliant save as well. And I love the way VAR had to check if it was going to be retaken. But a word on Slew mm-hmm. I, I just thought he was, I thought he was, I thought he showed himself. He made a quality save as well in that second half. He made I an thought absolutely he was great. Uh, world-class save in that second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, the penalty save, his heel was just about on the line, wasn't it? I mean, that, that, yeah. that again is, is the opposite of VAR, isn't it? They're going to go and they're going to take that moment away from you. Um, at the point, it wouldn't change the game, would it? Let's be fair. They should have let him stay, even if it wasn't. They should have let him keep but it. But class anyway. save from Sluger. And, and once again, despite that first and second goal, whatever you say about him, I, I honestly think this, this guy is proving his worth this season. Can we get away from blaming him for the first goal? It wasn't his fault. So, um, you know, second goal, yes. Um, he made a worldly save. He made some good stops and he made a penalty save. Goodness, mate, what more do you want from your keeper? I'm going to throw this in there as well. I don't think any of the goals are his fault, really. I think the second, even the, like the first goal, no way. Do you know what I mean? It's, that's a, num- no, a number of things. Second one is a number of things. The, the marking is shite. The, the, do you know what I mean? I think it was, was it Lockyer had a fucking hold of Tammy Abraham. Didn't yeah. jump with him. Just, just had his arms around him, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Give him a, a hug, yeah, give him a kiss or whatever. <laughs> and everyone just fucking stood there watching the ball when I thought, hang on a minute. And I was obviously slating Slugar, but come on, man. It was just all around shite. Defended. The second goal was shit. Pure shite. But don't take it away. Everyone's don't take the don't take the focus away. And what a good penalty save it was. He had a great game in the end, I think. Well, with the next five well, minutes, I wanted to look at um, a player who did come into that starting eleven, Ryan Hunnicliffe. I thought he had an all right game actually, and when we saw the BBC graphics, said he was playing like as a kind of like second striker, centre forward role. Even producer Jacob was like, he texted me and he was like, like BBC drunk or something. Like, why is Hunnicliffe playing up here? And he kind of did play that that second striker role, didn't he? And I thought he played it. Quite well. Yeah, I thought he did well. I thought he pressed well from the front anyway, if that was a position he was playing. Not like they do on FIFA, mate. You cover the, uh, was it cover wing and cover centre. But yeah, nah, he did all right. 
that's what you want to see. You just want to see people working hard at the end of the day. I mean, you're not always going to be blessed with that, you know, most technical ability against the Chelsea side or whatever like that. But as long as you put a bit of, you know, a bit of design to your pressing, just a bit of heart. I think we saw that from him as well. I I feel quite confident when Tanaklev's on the ball as well. I'm, I'm I don't know why. I had no reason to believe anything <laughs> about him about being confident when he's on the ball. But I thought he was. I thought he was all right at the weekend. I just try to remember all of his contributions, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, for me, um, he's not a player that stands out in our team, for me, personally. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, thinking well, you're, you're talking like he did loads on Saturday, and I, I can't remember it. So is that just I just remember I'm early, or, early on him and Cornick pressing quite well, and I thought, mm-hmm. all right, Tunnicliffe looks all right here. I, I think I prefer him... Higher up, higher the pitch. up the pitch. Yeah, I get that. I, I get think that. I prefer that, and maybe I'd like to see him have an opportunity there in the league. Can we go back to the uh, Man United game? Oh, that's that kind of little bit, Jesus. But yeah, back to the Man United game. Uh, hang on, a minute, lads. That's echoing. Can you hear that? No, no, mate. You're no, fine. Keep talking. You're fine. Man United well, game. All I can hear is myself. I ain't got a light. But yeah, hang on, a minute. Let me turn this down a minute. Yeah, Man United <laughs> game. Anyway, that's a bit better. But um, I think. In that game, he done a lot, well, like against better opposition, mate. I'm not even gonna lie, this is fucking doing my head in. All I can hear is myself echoing, oh my god, what's going on? Well, that's oh, a sorry. that's a different <laughs> that's a different course to take on the sorry. podcast, but sorry, talk about the Man United game, go <laughs> for it. But um That's good. Yeah, and I was just saying about obviously, you know, go back to the United game. I thought he had a very, very good game in that as well. I thought, you know, he gets higher opposition, better quality, he showed glimpses of what he can do. And like you said, pressing from the front with Cornick, I agree. So I know you don't remember much, Dave. But <laughs> I, I would say, I, don't, I generally don't know if, if Nathan Jones knows who his best starting 11 is, if I'm honest, sometimes. No. Um, um, you know, I'm, I, I don't dislike Tony Cliff, don't get me wrong, I don't dislike him, but it, it, it doesn't stand out. He's not a player for me that stands out all of the time. Here's what you guys thought no, about Ryan Tunnicliffe. Um, and his performance against Chelsea the weekend. Richard said he is better this season compared to last. That said, he doesn't really do anything. Gives the ball away a lot. Pelly is a better option in the camp position after Berry. I wouldn't miss him if he left. Callum says he gave the ball away a bit too much. I don't see him being here come next month. But then again, Morel's gone missing. So who knows? Um, mm. you, and I guess yeah, it Morel, says a lot, doesn't done? it? You know, if Tunnicliffe's getting in that squad ahead, ahead of Morel still and stuff like that. Who knows what's going on with Morel behind the scenes? Is like, he injured or something? Who knows? Is he injured? No idea. Because you, you praised him a lot. You love Morel. Yeah, I, mate, I love him. I think he's a brilliant player. Do you know, it actually hurts me a little bit to you know, look at the team lineup or just even the bench and just say, why the fuck is he not there? Just, I don't get it. Well, there the must be another reason that we don't, we're not aware of. There must be a reason that he's not on the team. There must be a, a valid mm. reason. And I'm happy to trust those who see him week in, week out, or day in, day out at at the club, really. Cam says he's one of those players that doesn't do much wrong, but also doesn't have much of an impact on the game. Would choose Berry, Pelly, Ray over him every day, in my opinion. Kieran said the quality is there. He shows glimpses of it, but just isn't consistent enough. Often often underutilised and not played as a defensive midfielder. But when you have Ray and Morel's options, how does he get in? See, these guys are all backing up what I've just said, didn't they? He, he just, he's just a, yeah, as a player, sometimes you look at him and you go, oh, well, Tanacliff's on. 
yeah, and, you know, I agree with that. One of those players in your team. Well, no, you can give him some praise because he did play well. You can't say he didn't play well at the mm-hmm. weekend. You can't say that, but it's consistency. I feel like we've slated him too long as well. No, that, yeah, I just feel that um, when you when you when you talk about your team, don't matter when you watch your team, there's always one of your favourite players or one player that really puts an effort in, or one that really stands out for you. I mean, at the moment, obviously we've got um, Dewsbury Hall, um, and he really stands mm-hmm. out. Uh, Tony Cliff is just. It must be the first time we mentioned Dewsbury Hall today. I think yeah, we haven't right. talked about him. He was class as well. Oh, go, go on, yeah, you want to mention something else, didn't you? Yeah, have you got it? Well, when you wearing it? Oh, I've got a shirt with his name on the back. Now it's upstairs. Didn't, didn't wear it for today, but um, anyway, That's I like right. this comment from James about Tony Cliff. He says, "I think he's underrated. Really, not his best game yesterday, but normally tidy in possession and press as well." Unfortunately, won't ever dislodge a Nathan Jones signing, even when they are underperforming. He's an easy scapegoat when things go wrong, as he was signed by Graham Jones, not Nathan Jones. What do you reckon to that? Scapegoat. Um, scapegoats. Are, yeah, scapegoating yeah. happens. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen a few players. Though, to be honest, do you think? Do you think really though that the current manager would give a crap who who signed who? Um, I think Nathan Jones has his favourites. If that's what that's what James is saying there, Nathan Jones has his favourites. That he's always. Well, it's just them. not his signing, is it? I think that does make. I think that plays a huge role. Yeah, but it don't mean he can't be. A, if you're talented players, enough, you know no, I mean? definitely create a relationship or whatever. I mean, if you inherited a team that had one of the world's best players in it, and I'm, we're not talking Luton now, and he wasn't your signing, you keep him in, wouldn't you? So does that make any difference? Nah. I do just like the comment about him being good in possession and pressing well because I thought. That's what I thought of the weekend when he got the ball. I was like, actually quite confident with if him he, on the ball. But if he was consistent yeah. with it all of the time, then he would be one of your standout players. But that's the problem. He isn't. And maybe that's I'll because be he hasn't got enough, enough time in the team. I don't know. I think the majority of the time that we have seen uh, Ryan Tunnicliffe, I think, you know, I'd say it's been more, you know, bad maybe than good. In my opinion, I mean, don't get it wrong, but, you know, everyone has a different opinion. But he did have a bit of a, Shit season last season. Let's face it, he did. Yeah. He didn't have a great time of it. He had, he had his moments. Don't get wrong. And I was, don't get wrong. I've seen him play previous to Luton. And I thought he was a good player. I'm sure there's a good player in there somewhere. And he, but he just, you know, you're not going to get better without having more game time. You need consistency. True. You need game time. You need confidence. True. And games but come in thick and fast as they are. We're not going to see that, though, I think. Yeah, but the games come in as quick as they are. Squad <laughs> rotation is in, in, inevitable. It's going to happen. There's so many games <laughs> coming up so quickly. That it's hard to keep the same team, isn't it? So just every, everyone's so can break into the team, yeah, and do well. Should we get into some questions and answers from Twitter and Instagram today? Why not? Let's go. Uh, the answer to this first one is no. But Tom says, "Did we have an input on Lampard being sacked?" No. All right then. Nah. <laughs> you all say no. Let's say yeah, because they expected to beat a seven nil. No, of course we, of course we didn't. Of course we didn't. Um, it would have been easier to sack him had they lost against us. It would have been, a, you know, Frank Lampard, yeah, love it. you should have beaten Luton Town, Little Luton, you should have done that. I think Chelsea made up their mind about Lampard a good week ago, didn't they? Easily, because yeah. they've already got the new guy in place, haven't they? Yeah. Old PSG bloke. Yeah, I was going to say, is, yeah. yeah, is it Tuchel, whatever his name is? So yeah. it would have been nice to say yes to that one. It would have been nice because that means we were in the next round of the cup. Mm-hmm. James says, will we see another signing in this window? And who do you guys want to see come in? I think we might see two or three, you know, because I think what Kyoso's left for Northampton Ooh. today on loan. Oh, shit, is he? Yeah, you've not seen that. that. Yeah, oh, so right. Kyoso's okay. left for Northampton on loan. Um, obviously, Osho's gone to Rochdale, is it? 
Yeah. Uh, there was rumours of Galloway going and rumours of him failing a medical. Not sure how true that is, but... Um, I thought he went. I thought he went Shrewsbury, didn't he? Never confirmed, mate. Is it not? No. Oh, shit. So, uh, rumours well, where okay. he failed a medical. Um, no, it doesn't really surprise me. But Nathan Jones has already said he's happy to let him go this window. And then you look, you, we're looking quite light, so I can't see us not signing someone. We had a bid for that twine from Swindon turned down. We'd expect us to go back in, but... We're going to sign someone, aren't we? Well, yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, we're going to sign a couple of players at least. Uh, well, one at least, maybe two. But who is it? No one knows. No one actually knows who we're going to sign. But who would you Who would you really want? I know everyone wants a striker. I but, just... You know, I, I think it's that twine. I think he's the one we're going to go in for. Hey, the Newport goalkeeper scored more than our front one for the last couple of weeks, hasn't he? Let's be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave! <But, laughs> such a new comment, isn't it? <laughs> I know it's me. I just, I just when when someone says, "Who would you like to come in?" We had this conversation last week. Really, you can't decide who it is because we can't afford the really quality striker. So you're either going to get a Premiership loan or we're going to get someone from the lower leagues. If you ask me about the lower leagues, don't know, don't follow it. If I'm honest, you know. So you, we're either going to get some Premiership, um, you know under 23 player or whatever youngster yeah youngster yeah. or um we're going to go for an established lower league striker who is that i don't know because i don't look at them terrible really isn't it? we are in a situation and i think That's we've said right. this before though where the the kind of striker we want and need is like a ready-made like proper striker that's, that's the striker, striker we money, want though. that's what i'm saying yeah that's the type of striker we want but the realistic striker we're going to get is a youngster who's not proven a Premier League loan who, again, maybe potential, yeah, but not proven. True. Absolutely it's, true. It's so tough. But then if or you, you go out and spend 10 mil. But then if you land a gem, like we've done with Dewsbury Hall, you go, well, that was a good move. So, you know, let's wait and see. There's not that much longer left to wait, is there? Let's be fair. Also, you look at how many teams as well, you know, or supposedly bigger clubs than us, have uh, gone in for like, you know, like you say, Premier League youngsters, like trying to find that gem and it's pulled off from. I mean, you've got to look at was it Adam Armstrong? I was thinking it wrong. I know he was obviously he was Newcastle originally. What about that? I've gone Blackburn here. Uh, is it Sam Gallagher? Another one? Yeah. I mean, you've got to look at them players. I mean, it pays off even at championship level. So I wouldn't mind if we're going for a younger sort of Premier League player. It's unproven. I don't care. Bruce Starr at Swansea look, last year. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So if it fits and it works for your club and you can get them and they look good. Even Gibbs White for Swansea this year was good. I don't yeah. think he was a striker. But um, I also think when yeah, you when you works. when you go for loan players, your management team makes the difference. You know, why do people come to Nathan Jones? Because he sells the club and he sells himself and he sells how we mm-hmm. can develop players. So if we're going to get a loan, we're going to get a good loan, aren't we? Let's be fair. That's how I look at yeah. it. So it would be lovely to go and say, let's spend two, three, four million pounds on a player, but that's never going to happen until we get more income, uh, until course. we're at power court, until we're in the Premier League. Because that's going to happen. See, I didn't say premiership this week. Good boy. Very good. <laughs> I did see an interesting statement on Twitter the other day. I can't remember who tweeted it, but I just saw it, saw it when scrolling. And it was someone who's basically said, is it worth the risk of going out and spending five mil on a striker? Is that going to improve us to the extent where we are challenging for the playoffs? Because if we can just make by what we've got, being mid-table, obviously you're going to have to I'll improve next season anyway. But like... Is it a waste of time going out and spending five mil on a striker? Uh, to be honest, at the moment, current situation, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what the club's financial state is, but you, 
I think we have like a slight indication, but I wouldn't say risk anything right now. Just stick with what you've got. See if you can get a gem, like I say, but I wouldn't risk anything right now. Don't. Just don't risk anything. And we return to I league action say, next Saturday. It was Black, Blackburn away. Mm-hmm. Another tough away game. You look at them last four games, four away games in a row. Um, it'd be nice just to get another, another point or three out of that, wouldn't it? Uh, a point would be right, nice. Right. Three would be fantastic. Uh, a good performance and a couple of goals because we're not scoring many away, are we? Let's be fair. Yeah. So let's match of... result from last season. Let's get three points. Yeah, just get get three points because we got three points Saturday yeah, according to the commentators. Yeah. So that didn't. Where, where's that? <laughs> well, <from? laughs> Chelsea got the three points, not us. But yeah. All right. uh, well, either way. Have, yeah. Um, that's pretty much all we've got time for today. Nice joining you. Uh, well, joining us. Not, not nice joining you. Like I'm a, a guest on my own podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? It's it's good fun podcast. During lockdown, yeah, yeah it'd be nice. It'd be fun. nice. It'd be nicer when Patara gets a chance to come and sit around the table again. Yes, but, uh, always. Um, I feel like we need uh, a, a, a better setup. I feel like we need a studio or more, more cameras or something. Yeah, well, you because that one's just switched off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our cameras just switched off. So if you're watching on YouTube, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, there's the answer. You do need a, a yeah. better camera. And I don't know what. Is there, I could do this, boys. No. Yeah, it does yeah, it mean does. you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. I would stop yeah. that now. Put yeah. it away. Put your clothes back on. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that note, we're going to leave you. Uh, thanks so much Thank for God listening. That wasn't on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. Don't worry, YouTube. You didn't miss out on anything. Uh, join us next week. It's very tiny. Very tiny. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. <laughs>